0: Welcome to the Number 10 Podcast, where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer in U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Agan. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the 10 biggest storylines in American soccer, including a preview of MLS Cup that is actually tonight. So to start, we're going to talk about the crew who is set to host MLS Cup. They defeated the New England Revolution last Sunday to advance to their third MLS Cup final. The crew controlled most of the game, but Rev's goalkeeper, Matt Turner, kept them out of the net for the first half. In the 59th minute, though, the crew finally broke through. Lucas Celereon found himself on the ball on on the outside of the 18 after the crew had a corner kick. He found space and served the ball to the back post. Crew defender and captain Jonathan Mensah found the ball in the back post and one-touched it to the top of the box. Midfielder Artur found the ball that he passed into the back of the net. With this win, the crew helped secure the Eastern Conference title in their position to host MLS Cup. In the Western Conference Final, the Seattle Sounders once again secured victory to advance to the MLS Cup after they defeated Minnesota United 3-2. But at one point, it looked like the Sounders season was going to come to an end. In the 67th minute, the Sounders were down 2-0. Emmanuel Reynoso scored a free kick for the Loons, in the first half, and in the 67th minute, Reynoso took another free kick, but only this time Bakaya Debasi finished for Minnesota. Will Bruin pulled one back for Seattle in the 75th minute after subbing on in the 73rd. He found himself on the ball after a shot by Raul Ruy Diaz was blocked and finished the ball into the back of the net. In the 89th minute, Ruy Diaz leveled it for the Sounders. He was alone at the far post on a corner kick that he placed into the back of the net with East. Just when the match seemed like it was going into extra time, Gustav Svensson found the game winner for Seattle. He headed home another corner kick that gave the Sounders their second straight conference title with a berth to the MLS Cup Final for their third time in four years. The MLS Cup Final is set between Columbus Crew SC and the Seattle Sounders at Moffrey Stadium on December 12th. This is actually the second matchup between the two teams in 2020. They faced off back in March in the final week of matches before the league was suspended amid the pandemic. That match ended with a 1-1 draw, including a first half goal from Jassie Zardes, but Rui Diaz leveled for Seattle off of a PK in the second half. But this match is going to be much different. The crew are without both Pedro Santos and Darlington Nagby. On Friday night, both Santos and Nagby confirmed that they had tested positive for the coronavirus. Luckily for crew fans, the team's defense remains intact and will have to defend against the trio of Nico Lodero, Jordan Morris, and Rui Diaz, who have been a handful for back fours throughout the season. Both teams have had their own COVID issues throughout the season, including Gustav Svensson, who had scored the game winner in the last match, who missed some matches in the playoffs due to testing positive for the coronavirus. As for the crew, there were other players on their team, including Aloy Rube and Derek Etienne Jr., who had tested positive are back and available for this game. Make sure you check out this game on December 12th, which is tonight on Fox at 8 PM. In other MLS news, Alejandro Pazuelo won the Landon Donovan MVP award. The Toronto FC designated player had nine goals and 10 assists of the club's 33 goals. He helped carry the weight for a team that faced a series of injuries from their scoring talent throughout the season, including other DP, Josie Altidore. The final end-of-the-season award that was given out this week was the Humanitarian of the Year Award, and this went to the Black Players for Change. After a turbulent year of the fight for social justice, the members of the Black Players for Change were awarded the Humanitarian of the Year Award. The group was formed amid the protests following the killing of George Floyd, and they cordi- coordinated many different projects throughout the year, including the protests during MLS's back. Congratulations to that group. Other clubs around the league are starting to see shake- shakeups as they start looking forward to 2021. Paul McDonough of Inner miami stepped down as the club's COO and sporting director. The club did not meet ex- expectations around the hype for the team in its inaugural season. The club didn't get their second DP until less than a month before they kicked off, and they didn't get their third and final DP until halfway through the season, despite the coronavirus break. This offseason is going to provide an opportunity for Inter-Miami to reset and relaunch for when fans are able to return to the stadium and have a better start to the 2021 season. Another interesting aspect as we look to 2021 is the CONCACAF Champions League. Earlier this week, the United States Soccer Federation announced that Atlanta United would be awarded the CONCACAF Champions League berth in 2021. Typically, the CCL berths are are awarded to the MLS Cup winner, the Supporters' Shield winner, the U.S. Open Cup winner, the winner of the Canadian Championship that might not be an MLS team as the Open Cup is as well, and the final spot is awarded to the number one seed from the conference that did not have the Supporters' Shield winner. So, in this season, that would be Sporting Kansas City, who landed at the top of the Western Conference, but did not win the Supporters' Shield. However, amid the pandemic, the U.S. Open Cup was canceled in 2020. But also, unlike past years, there was an MLS's back tournament that happened as the league restarted that was announced that the winner of that would receive a CONCACAF Champions League berth. So the Portland Timbers will be advancing because of that. But the United States Soccer Federation decided that the Open Cup berth should go to Atlanta United as they had won it in 2019, despite having a very dismal 2020 season. They will join the Timbers, the Philadelphia Union, and the winner of the Columbus Crew seat in the Seattle Sounders and MLS Cup in the CONCACAF Champions League. This leaves Sporting Kansas City, who ended the season at the top of the West, on the outside looking in. In past years, they would have qualified. On the women's side, it is official that the Utah Royals will be moving to Kansas City. Last week, we, looked, we talked about how it seemed like they'd be moving to K- Kansas City under new ownership, but now it's a done deal. The team was bought by Angie and Chris Long and will be coached by former FC Kansas City general manager Hugh Williams. However, there are still a lot of unanswered questions about the team, such as where they play and what their branding will be like especially since before the Utah Royals were in existence, there was FC Kansas City that then moved to Utah. One thing that we do know, however, is that Utah will have the opportunity to return to the NWSL in 2023 if someone comes along and is interested in establishing that team as an expansion franchise. As for the men's national team, they routed El Salvador 6-0 in their friendly to end 2020. The roster was made up of primarily MLS-based players that were not either competing in the MLS Cup playoffs or the CONCACAF Champions League. In this match, goals were scored by Paul Ariola, who this, this was his first match back with the national team after suffering an ACL min- injury. Chris Mueller scored two goals in his debut. Sebastian Leggett earned, netted a goal, and he was the only American to feature in every single match in 2020. Dual national A.O. Akinola also scored a goal in his debut, and Brendan Aronson notched his first goal for the United States men's national team before he left, leaves for Salzburg at the end of the year. This m- match also featured debuts from Akinola, Mueller, and defenders Julian Arajo, Kyle Duncan, and Marco Farfan. The United States men's national team ends 2020 with a 3-0-1 record. They will see a lot of action in 2021 including Olympic qualifying, Nations League, the Gold Cup, potentially the Olympics for the U23s, and the start of World Cup qualifying. A quick update on the Americans abroad. Last Saturday, Weston McKinney of Juventus, Gio Reyna of Dortmund, and Christian Pulisic of Chelsea all scored for their respective teams in three different leagues. On Tuesday, McKinney scored again for Juventus in their Champions League match against U.S. men's national teammate Sergio Dest. This helped Juventus get the 3-0 victory in advance at the top of the group. On Wednesday, Zach Steffen made his Champions League debut when he started for Manchester City in their victory over Marseille. With that, a record nine Americans have appeared in the Champions League this year. On top of that, eight of those nine Americans have qualified for the knockout rounds. On Thursday, we saw Europa League action, which included a goal from Tim Waya for Lille after missing all of last year with injuries. Unfortunately, Richie Ledesma tore his ACL in PSV's Europa League match, that, and he will be out for the next six to eight months. And we are wishing him a quick and speedy recovery. That is all for now. Thank you for joining me on the Number 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Agan Make sure you like, rate, review, and share with your friends. Till next.